September 11th, 2001, was a day that many of us will remember. Remember for me, I was a nine-year-old in elementary school, wondering where in the world my classmates wondering why in the world my classmates were going home and what would have happened to make half the class to go home with their parents. When I got home, I found out that the Twin Towers were attacked and that they had fallen. As a nine-year-old, I did not know what that meant. And I didn't comprehend much of anything at that point. But I knew that it was enough, whatever it meant, to send my school into a hush and classmates home. After all this took place was when I really began to comprehend when I was a little older what all that meant. Both for me as an individual and for our country. When I think of the lives lost due to terrorist actions, members of Al-Qaeda taking American airplanes and crashing them into American symbols beacons of freedom and trying to go after even our White House it wasn't until I was older that I realized the threat that could have been even at my little school the threat that could have been and the reason why classmates were going home and the reason why there was such a hush in the school and I remember there was a point where the teachers were told to turn on the TVs find out what was going on and we students were none the wiser at least I was none the wiser here we are in the year 2022 
and air traffic and air travel has not yet returned to normal thanks to another situation that came our way. In 2019, we had the COVID pandemic. In 2022 is a very unique year and in many ways is a year of tipping points and changes. Things that are taking place that I never thought would take place. Trends that are happening that I never thought would happen. 2022 is a year that in some ways I wish never would have happened. But we are in the midst of a crazy year and we are seeing more things that people in our generation people that were growing up in the 90s and the early 2000s as I did I don't even think we thought this stuff would happen I know I never thought it would happen and people who grew up before me have commented on the fact that they never thought anything like this would happen either the COVID virus it took people by surprise the Attacks at 9-11 took people by surprise. 9-11-2001 took people by surprise. Things that happen that are getting progressively worse are taking people by surprise. The reality of the matter is it shouldn't be. For the follower of Christ, for the believer in Christ... We should be expecting crazy things, and yet when they happen, we are surprised. We really shouldn't be. But even if we are, even if we are, the one thing that I would point out is, while we might yet be surprised, these things that are happening definitely should not shake us. Unless we are among the many within the church today living a life of sin. Unfortunately, there are many people within the church today who are doing just that, living a life of sin. And we saw from the example on September 11th, 2001, what a life of sin can do, what a life of sin can lead to. These terrorists that took out sacred locations 
in our country clearly were not saved. They clearly did not know the Lord. We have COVID-19 to look at. We have people who may be repenting. They may be realizing, hey, this is a judgment from God, and I full-heartedly believe that it is a judgment from God, just like I would conclude that 9-11-2001 should have been a wake-up call to the church. It should have been a call to the church to repent, to come back to God. And now even despite COVID, despite the attacks of September 11th, 2001, we have the unfortunate issue of all of the shootings that are taking place, and a lot of them in schools. Yet we want to take and in many states have taken the Ten Commandments down off of our courthouses and any mention of God, no matter how abstract, out of the court, out of the school, and unfortunately even sometimes out of the very church itself. Sin is only sin if we think of it as sin, according to what people like to say today. Or sin, I've even heard this one, sin is archaic and no longer has a bearing on who we are and or who we should be as a society today. People say, well, sin is what you make of sin. I've even heard people say, well, mistakes are not really mistakes. But the reality of the matter is, of course, mistakes are mistakes. And of course, missing the mark of an almighty, all-holy, all-righteous, all-consuming, all-jealous God, it's sin. Today, I did a huge word study on two different words that point back to sin, both in Hebrew. The one can be found in Genesis chapter 4, and the other is the root of said word. We are in a time, in a culture, in a society where wrong is no longer called wrong, Right is no longer called right, and problems abound. I hear people even in the church say, oh, well, things are going to get better. When Jesus comes back, sure. Sure, when Jesus comes back, things will get better, but only after his millennial kingdom set up. Because when he comes back again... When Jesus comes back again, it'll be to rapture his church. When we are raptured, when we are taken out, when we are taken away from this world, there will be seven years 
of tribulation on the earth. When Jesus comes back to set up his millennial kingdom, then things will get better. People say, oh, well, no, things will get better. I've even heard people say things will get better, you know, because it can't get much worse than this. Well, apparently you don't know the story of Sodom and Gomorrah. Sodom and Gomorrah. Well, guess what? It happened in the days of Sodom and Gomorrah. We know that in the last days it'll happen and be even worse than Sodom and Gomorrah. You know, you want a, you want a glimpse of what Sodom and Gomorrah may have looked like. Well, you'll be getting a glimpse. Hang on. Because this wild ride, I really believe, has just begun. And it began with COVID-19. And actually, maybe even before COVID-19, it actually may have began with the attacks. September 11th, 2001. We shortly thereafter saw people on the steps of the Capitol building praying in complete solidarity, putting political opinions aside, putting personal beliefs aside, and praying together as one unified body, one unified people, one unified nation under God and God Almighty. Let me tell you, when you get a people that come together and they're praying, when you get a people who come together and they are seeking the Lord. You get a bunch of people who come together with one common goal in mind. You're going to see things happen. But when those people come together and they're praying only because they think it is the right thing to do, because it is the cultural thing to do, as I believe we saw at 9-11, well, guess what? Not a whole lot came out of that, unfortunately. And when we have tragedies today and these school shootings and we have tragedies today with all the crazy things going on, rather it be a virus or some act of violence. You have people everywhere that says, oh, well, you know what? We're going to pray. Our thoughts and our prayers are with you. Now, there might not be anything wrong with that. If your thoughts and prayers are with somebody, that is fantastic. Okay, I'm glad your thoughts and your prayers are with with people. But let me tell you something. Is your heart right before the Lord? Because anybody can say, and even an atheist can say, well, my thoughts and good vibes are with you. You know, I hear that all the time. My thoughts and good vibes are with you. What's that even mean? You know, we are so quick to take God out of everything. And then we wonder where is God when an event like, to, when, when, like, an event like September 11th, 2001, when that took place. We wonder where is God when kids are shot up in in Uvalde or in Sandy Hook in Connecticut or you know you 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 just name name the place churches in Texas synagogues in Pennsylvania you know you hardly ever see a Muslim mosque in the United States, you hardly ever see those shot up. And it's interesting because you have these terrorists, and, I, and that's exactly what they are. I don't care if they're American citizens or not. If you p- 
plot violence against somebody else and it is a group of people that you're plotting violence against, rather it's a synagogue, church, whatever, that's an act of terrorism. That is what I believe. That is an act of terrorism. And the interesting thing with all this, we have all these immigrants coming over here. Now, I don't have a problem with immigrants. I think if they come here legally, great, they're allowed to be here. But if you come here illegally, you come here illegally, well, first of all, you've already broken one of our laws, probably several in all actuality. The fact that you're here illegally already says you're going to be a lawbreaker. And this political asylum stuff, I understand political, political asylum. What is happening is not political asylum. What is happening is not political asylum. What is happening is an open border crisis at our southern border. And then we wonder why more and more people are getting shot. How many of these people that are coming here, you know, you got these people that are coming here and they're, you know, they're, they're getting guns, they're getting tax breaks, they're getting all this. You know, the majority of these shootings, I can't even pronounce the names of the people who who who's responsible for pulling the trigger they're not americans i can tell you that even though they claim american citizenship we're in a very dangerous place right now and if we don't get back to god as the church our nation will not be getting back to god either this has been a long time coming and i know many people have probably expected me to do some type of a tribute to the individuals who we lost 2001 September 9th or I'm sorry September 11th guess what this is it this is it because you know what we are to the point now where we either accept the fact that we need the Lord in this country and we need the Lord as the church or we don't need him. That is a choice that each and every single one of us is going to have to make. But collectively as a nation, we are choosing the following. We don't need him. And we're reaping the consequences. We saw it on 9-11. We, saw, we see it in the uh, school shootings taking place. We see it in COVID-19, we see it in abortions, we see it in the federal law allowing same-sex marriage, we see it in all kinds of different places. Even now, children are able to get gender affirmation surgery. They can choose at 10 years old that they want to be the other gender uh, if that, that is a huge glaring issue to me or something else that I want to say on that topic, but nobody here is ready to hear it, but I'm going to tell you right now, if you think it's bad now, if you think it's bad now, I'll simply say this, I'll simply say this, you wait. Because the maps are coming. You'll learn what that is soon enough, unfortunately. 
I wish I didn't have to say that. But unfortunately, you wait. It's coming. It's coming. So my tribute to the folks of September 11th, 2001 isn't really much of a tribute. It's a warning. It's a warning. And that warning is this. We need, as a country, to get back to God. More importantly, as the church, we need to get back to God. We need to quit trying to love the culture more than our God. We love the culture more than we love our God. There's a jet coming. We're going to try to get that on file today. LJY369 on its way to Arnold Palmer Regional Airport. Our aircraft type. Okay. LJ Aviation. Cessna Citation CJ3. Here's the thing, though, folks, and I'm almost done. We all, as individuals, and even as a country, we have a choice to make. Every one of us, the nation collectively, and the people that make up that nation, we have a choice to make. Are we going to continue down this road of sin? Or are we going to say enough is enough? Let's get back to basics. Let's get back to God. Let's get back to our first love. In the book of Revelation, we read about the church that lost its first love and it was told to repent because the Lord would come quickly and deal with that church. I am genuinely concerned that this is exactly what began happening in 2020, in, in 2001. 2019, from 2001 to 2019, things got progressively worse. And guess what? They're continuing to get worse. And as the church, what are we doing? What are we doing as the church? And as a nation, as a people, again, what are we doing as a people? We are not glorifying God. As the church, we are not glorifying God. We are just as bad as the stiff-necked people back in the days of Moses. Uh, 07 for the next 
I'm just gonna say it. We are just as bad as the people in Moses' day. It's simply a fact. It's a sad fact, but a fact nonetheless. Right, this doesn't end on a happy note. I can tell you that. But one day, you think it's bad now. One day, you're going to see it get much, much worse. My name is Timothy. I want to thank you for joining us. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, complaints, feel free to go ahead and send those to me via email. My email address is timothyclarkmusic at me.com. Website is timothyclarkmusic.wordpress.com. I'm Timothy thanking you for joining us for yet another episode of the Brother Timothy Clark Podcast.